in the podcast system, sexually awkward situations are considered absolutely hilarious. In the state of Texas, the dedicated G's who regurgitate these gag-worthy stories are members of an elite squad known as the Kiss Me Fat Boy Unit. These are their stories. <laughs> I don't even have an opener. <laughs> I'm so, like, lethargic and so, like, depleted. It's, I don't even have... Well, let's give the bite. disclaimer in the beginning. Not the end. Yes. No, I was going mm-hmm. All right. So you as a listener are deciding if this is a conversation or a confrontation regarding the topics we address on this episode, which I also deemed the season finale because I'm going to need a break after this <laughs> because I'm about to bear my fucking soul and something that I, well, to be honest, we've bared our soul on these episodes before. It's just real time what's actually happening in our lives opposed to like mm-hmm. oh this happened a couple of weeks ago or you know we were just going through this and now we're on the other side of it i think the only thing that i've really reported that's really been going on is like with my grandmother which as an update i didn't tell ugo but you know she beat cancer for those of you i i only shared it on facebook um i didn't share it with instagram but she beat cancer so she is cancer free but that was only one of the major health um, issues that she was having. She also has stage five kidney failure. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, and we knew ultimately that one or the other, possibly both, could have taken her. So she is refusing dialysis. So her kidneys are shutting down. Um, they are 90%. Um, I, I don't know what the correct medical terminology is, but they're pretty much 90% done. So she's only like running at 10%. So... She is starting hospice um, services this week. Um, they're setting her up. Someone's going to come and visit her for the next three to four days every week, um, do what they need to do, bathe her, get her up, her medicines, feed her, all that. Um, and they're giving her two to three months. I know I didn't tell you that, but I just wanted to update everybody I didn't tell you. But, you know, dealing with that. And mm-hmm. it's just been really dark. And on top of that, the accident, you know. Oh yeah, I totally forgot that happened. Oh my god! That's Damn, when they come in threes, they come in threes, don't they? They come in motherfucking threes, bro. They mm. really fucking do. Like I think twenty twenty two was challenging. Like physically, twenty twenty three has been challenging. Hold on, fuck. <laughs> Hold on, I'm already fucking crying. Twenty twenty three has just been an emotional fucking roller coaster. <sighs> Sorry. Um, no apologies needed, you know, again, we're all humans, so shit, you know, will make us laugh, cry, you know, you know, laugh and cry again. And yeah, you know, it's just, it sucks. I mean, you're also talking about somebody who's been a big part of your life for 34 years now, actually 35. Yes. And I don't think I've cried this much. <laughs> so- like I have these last, what, almost two years now? Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen a vulnerable side to me where it's like, it's never been that way. And, um, sorry. Anyways, um, gotta be strong. But anyways, so I kind of wanted to take this episode and take the time to kind of really just speak to the listeners. Um, I'm going to start in the beginning before I talk about like the relationship I was going through. Since uh, we met in September, uh, made it official in November, so almost a year now. Um, before I met him, I'm not going to say his name. Um, 
<laughs> I'm not. Um, I, you, everyone who follows me on my personal Instagram knows who he is for the most part. If you don't, do your homework. You can research, whatever. Like, So back in 2022, in February, February 4th was my birthday. February 4th, 4th, 5th, 6th. Then on February 6th, I had an operation. Um, start there. I um sorry. Um I had to get an adult circumcision um because they were doing biopsies and culture. First started with the culture, then it was a biopsy. And um it was coming back inconclusive and they thought it was cancer. Um this had happened, I wanna say a yearish before when I was with my previous ex and I had originally thought, this is not funny, but I'm just making light of it. Thought it was something else. I thought he gave me like genital warts or something. Cause one of the doctors had scared me. Right. And they said, we think this may be STD related. You know, I was about to fucking go off and I almost took his fucking head off. And I was like, you know, I just, I saw red. Then it came back that, no, it wasn't that, um, you know, it's something that they don't know what it is. We need to do more tests. So some time went by, it healed. And then it came back. Um, and it was just like these lesions. I thought it was like, again, just to be candid, like a yeast infection or some type of bacteria infection or something. You know, I don't know. It was just something. And it just wasn't going away. And they're like, you know, let's do a biopsy now, you know? Um, so anyways, that happened. Then they're like, it's coming back inconclusive. Every time we do something, it's coming back inconclusive. We think there may be cancer cells. You think you may have cancer. We need to do an adult circumcision, like, as soon as possible because, you know, it could spread or this could be, and this is like a, a crazy place to have cancer. I mean, cancer in itself is just not something that you want, you know, like, of course, nobody wants that. Nobody's asking for that, you know? So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I got to do it. You know? Um, I did it. And, um, sorry. That so I also I want to preface this by this is not a bashing bashing session or a victimized session. I'm not a fucking victim by any means. Like my story is not any worse or any better than anybody before. We all go through fucking traumatic, crazy shit. We're all we're all we're all a little bit fucked up. We all have some baggage. You know, we, this is not a sob story. This is not a um, for you to feel bad for me. It's not. I'm just. I just have to explain this because it really shaped my life thereafter. So I got it done. I was really scared about it. Like I had was kept thinking it through and pushing it off. And then I finally did it. And, you know, everything was good after that. Um, but I didn't realize the like. The hormonal imbalance that would happen, that would take a really long time to regulate. And it made me like after that, it made me super fucking emotional. <sighs> And it fucked with me. Like, hormone-wise, like, it, it's fucked up. But, like, the physicality of what it did and the, um, this, uh, constant insecurity of, like, I don't think that I'm gonna find. <sighs> Hold on. Someone who's going to love me through that. And that's where this person comes in. Um, we met in September. You know, 
he had been listening to our podcast season one. And, um, you know, originally I told him, I was like, you know, right now I'm working through some things. I just got out of a situationship. I'm barely looking for friends. I'm not a friendly person. Like, sorry, you know, I, I curved him. And yeah, like that was it. And then he's like, cool, whatever, you know, we can be friends or whatever the fuck. And um, we were cool. And talking more and more. And then like he had, he was going out to Denver for his birthday. And um, he uh, invited me and I was like, I'm down. I'm fucking down, bro. Like, you know, at first I was a little bit hesitant because I was like, no, I, I don't want to do this. Like, but you know what, whatever, Ray, fuck it. Take a leap of faith. Like I was in my city boy era, like in that couple months before Florida, I won't, you know, disclose his name either. You know, I fucking, he flew me out and, you know, we had fun and it was a great best first date ever. But I knew right away that me and Florida weren't like meant to be. We just didn't have that. You know what I mean? So quickly we talked a little bit after that, but we knew it just wasn't it. Like it was mutual, no hard feelings, you know? So now fast forward to November, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to go on a whim, do this on a whim and just have fun, you know? And, uh, are you there? Oh yeah, I'm here. Okay. I just, <laughs> okay. I, mean, I had to, I had to mute it low cause I didn't want you to hear anything. <laughs> You're good. No, so like, um, but also, I also want to kind of give uh, a little bit of a kind of like a little little pat on the back. Knowing Ray for ooh, let's see, I'm 33. So, okay, for over 14 years now. Um, Ray really kind of prides himself on being uh, what we used to, or he used to, for the most part, kind of classify as an emotional gangster and or an emotional thug. I forgot which one it was, but. You know, as we've gotten older, we realize that it's not it's not a bad thing to kind of embrace the emotions that you yeah. kind of you get when you get older. I mean, fuck, you know, as much as we'd like to sit there and be 100 percent emotionally uh, all the times, it's just not the reality as you get older, especially like with you and your grandma and stuff like that. I mean, again, we're starting to become our aunts and our uncles, so life is going to hit us and we kind of just have to. Yeah, kind of take the the good with the bad, and sometimes the indifferent. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not wrong. Um, so went out to Denver, had a great time. He asked me to be his boyfriend at Meow Wolf. I won't lie, I was a little bit hesitant because I felt like, yeah, we were talking for too much. Hadn't did anything sexual. Hadn't hadn't um, exchanged um, any pictures because I was still like still healing at that point and still accepting my new dick, you know? And um, I didn't know, like, not only was it, like, an emotional imbalance and a physical imbalance, but this is, like, a new dick for me. Like, y'all can believe me or not, like, I don't protrude, like, how I usually do anymore, like how I was before, because I used to top a lot, um, especially with... um, my seven-year relationship. Um, again, I'm not going to disclose names, um, which was great, nice. Um, and in my first one, you know, it was testing, and you know, it was yeah, whatever. Um, then in my last <laughs> one, I tried to be more of a bottom, but I couldn't be because I never really let anybody really, really top me because I just felt like that was so sacred, and I just don't let anybody do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm jumping all over the place. Um, so. I don't protrude as like I used to, like I've lost inches off of it because, you know, it's just 
so it's very fucked with my well while he is kind of just taking a couple of deep breaths here um i will sit there and say that it is not uncommon for men to actually become circumcised after the age of 18 a lot of people do do it for religious purposes especially if they convert especially to mormon if i'm not mistaken i actually had a yeah. high school i had actually had a high school friend of mine who um was going to be i think he was 18 when he had to go get his done because since he wanted to convert um or join, I'm sorry, join. I don't know if it's convert or join, whichever the proper term is. Um, yeah. But I remember our, our teacher was just like, because our RA teacher was like very upfront with us and about a lot of stuff. And she told uh, he told her, yeah, I'm going to go get circumcised. And she was like, oh, let me guess, Mormon. And she was like, yeah. He was, he was like, yeah, how do you know? And she's like, I have a lot of friends who are Mormon and Jewish. And, you know, it's kind of part of the process. Yeah, but, but continue. In my 30s, like doing this, it's crazy. Like I have to really fall in love with this whole new dick and just accept what is because that's what the doctors advise me to do and you know we've talked about reconstruction cosmetic surgery i just don't think that i can go through that again because it was the most painful fucking time in my life like having stitches by your dick and i didn't know how much men like erected during the night and it was <sighs> The most demeaning and painful thing that I've ever experienced. And uh, I just don't want to go through that again. As much as I would love to get that reconstruction and get it back to where it was, like, I just, I can't go through that again. Like, I'm not, like, this is just what it is. And I'm giving this backstory because this is really what propped me and him together. Because there's a certain situation, and it's nothing related to his dick. I just want to say that, that made us really connect, where I thought where we bonded, like trauma bonding, I guess you could say. Now looking back, and you know, like when I first discussed it, I was like, you know, can you love someone who's like, not like well endowed or like I even said micro penis, like just to kind of like you know just to get how we felt and. He's like, yeah, like, I love my person for who they are. Like, I accept you for who you are. You're beautiful and this and this and that and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And I was like, you know, like, it took me a while to like, I want to say we, we, we've, we semi fucked on the first night. Um, and then like, I went to see him again at the end of December. I spent New Year's with him. And I remember like, <sighs> bro, I did not expect to be this much of a motherfucking bitch, bro. <laughs> I'm not, not just because you try, let's make you a bitch. But for me, it's just different. I come from a whole different world and I'm not saying it constitutes being a bitch um, on my nephew's eyes. That's not how I see no. it. Just for me, I'm just never been this motherfucking emotional. Even when I broke up with my seven year relationship, I wasn't even this motherfucking emotional. Um, but he, he, you, it's more of like a psych out that he's yeah. doing, by the way. It's more of a cultural thing, by the way, just in case yeah, someone's like, it's, more of a kinda, cult, uh, you know. it's not the most positive thing to do. It's not, it's not, but I'm like, I even told Gio, like, I want to be in my sophomore era. I don't want to be that ghetto uh, ratchet popping off, you know, fucking, um, 
ghetto Ray. And I'm not saying that that all equates, you know, to being ghetto. But I, for me, that's where I come from, from the slums of it all, like the hood. And like, I'm, I'm not used to being react. I don't want to be reactive anymore. I just want to be soft. I want to be soft, Ray. I want to be nice, Ray. And even after all this, like, I'm still doing my best to like, keep my dignity intact while still respecting all parties and their wishes and everything. But it's fucking hard not reverting back to that old person because it's right up the street. It's right around the fucking corner. Anyways, so that we made, we made love for the first time and he sucked my dick and like I um, bared my soul. And then like, I'll never forget, like he kissed me and then he told me how beautiful I was and thanked me. And then like after the trip was done, he gave me one of his army patches that he earned. And he told me, he's like, I've never done this before. But you're someone that I really love. And I really appreciate that you bared your soul to me. And he was so open and honest and just, I'd never been that fucking like transparent with someone. Like, I don't do stuff like that. Like, guys, I know, like, a lot of you are can be transactional. Sex is just sex. And that's great. Like, bro, that's fucking great. But I'm not like that. That's not who I am. And I'm not trying to judge. I'm not trying to belittle, demean in any way, shape, form, or fashion. You are who you are. I accept you for who you are. You know, like, I love all walks of life, you know. But for me just don't have sex with anybody especially now especially with this new person that I am you know like I'm gonna just like okay fast forward here um you know we started to go through some rocky things and um I think that it was more so that we were you know I wasn't bottoming the way I should either like I I have not been fully bought but I bottomed for him, I let his actual whole dick go in me. God, I've been so descriptive. And I've not done that. Even in my seven-year relationship, guys, I'm not kidding. Not once did that man ever fully put his dick in me. I want to say maybe the tip, if even that. But this man, this man who... I went into the depths of my soul and believed him. And guys, I'm not trying to villainize anybody. Everybody has a choice. Everybody has a right. Everybody has a standard. Everybody has optics. You can do whatever you want. But as adults, nearly 30, almost 30, on the cusp of 30, hell, even in 30. Like, the one thing that he would always tell me, I know who I am. I know who I'm, I fully am. You know, that person was well-versed in sex and relationships and all these things. I made sure of it. I talked about it. We talked about it for two fucking months straight, staying up on the phone, like, till, like, four or five in the morning. Like, chill, this was, like, so different. Like, this was, like, nothing like before. And, you know, like, then we officially broke up in April. He was going through some things. Again, I'm not going to sit there and reveal someone's personal stuff. Um, and I can tell he was starting to really, you know, um, 
withdraw from the relationship. He was being less available, going out more, you know, all this stuff. And I was telling him, hey, 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 like, I just want us to spend more time. We're long distance. Like, we're 500 plus miles away. Like, that time that we had is very, um, it's needed to keep building and to keep growing and to keep going there, you know? And, like, I had told him and he thought that I was, like, trying to fucking, like, constrict him or change him. Like, that's the one thing about this this man that I never intended. Like, I fell in love with him from the inside out. That's it. From the inside out. Like, yeah. So, you know, it's, he broke up with me essentially because he said, we had discussed too because I hadn't really let him ram Dodge 1500 in me, you know, like, (laughs) sorry, a little comic relief. But, but also as your best friend, uh, I'm not trying to obviously give, I'm not trying to feed the feed the needy here with information, but um, there's a lot more to it. It's not just Ray, yeah, and not trying to disclose an individual's personal information, but with all due respect, you know, from my understanding, this individual had their own issues with their own personal mental health that kind of contributed to certain moments, whether it was, you know, I'll let you, I'll see. I'll see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, you know, but yeah. Cause I mean, I I also, yeah. I also understand though, as having a chemical imbalance when your mood can swing from left to right. And it's just, it's, I mean, trust me, there are things that people have done that, like, I've had to kind of catch myself, like, oh, my God, why am I becoming super agitated to this person? And why why do I, you know, and I get it. Um, but, And yeah. I think he may have talked about that on his episode, because we, we did have him on here, again, if you do your research, you know. But, you know, he talked about that. Like, there's a lot that comes with it. It's just, it is what it is. Like, I, yeah. I knew that going in, and he would talk to me. He's like, can you be with somebody, you know, for xxx right and i said yeah like i can be with anybody through anything like as long as like our communication's good there's nothing we can't fix or work on and um so he broke he essentially broke up with me because he felt like one he felt he said i'm shallow and he said that he didn't he wasn't attracted he felt like he wasn't attracted to me um physically right like he didn't, pers- he didn't say those words exactly. Like, I don't remember. I should have fucking kept it. But pretty much, you know, just to sum it up, that's really what it was. And I said, you know what? I appreciate you being honest. I really do. You know, I I honored it. And I said, you know what? Like, thank you so much. You're the first man that helped me open up, you know, <laughs> you know, physically and emotionally. Because, you know, usually I don't, I don't give myself too much to men. And I know how to walk away like that. And I know how to make a fucking exit too. Like I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm with all the shits. You know, I'm always about with the fucking like fireworks. Like, oh, you thought you got me? I got you. What's up? No, and that and that's what I wasn't gonna do because he was very honest and transparent, and I honored that and I respected. And I was like, you know what? He's telling me like what he needs from a partner, and there's nothing wrong with that. If I'm not that, I'm not that, bro. Go and get it. I appreciate your honesty. I really, really do. Like, there's um, there's nothing wrong with that. I honor that. 
And so I said, but I need you to know, you know, he's like, can we still be friends? I was like, maybe long somewhere down the line and it's cool. But as of right now, I need to work on myself and take care of myself. I need to prioritize myself. I never told him that I was going to block him, but I did. I blocked him and I went on with my life for two, almost two months. He was reaching out, doing all this. There were a few little hiccups in the, in the sense of like, you know, some, he messaged Gio, got a little rah-rah. It's fine. Like, oh, yeah, when I, I was I, in I, Dallas. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't respond to it even after that because I had returned his patch. And well, I no, no, no. Actually, we're, we're, we're missing something, actually. Right. Y'all broke up twice this year. Yeah, in February. Yeah, in February yes. because I remember, um, you know, not to give too much information, I ended up kind of intervening a little bit because I've been in a predicament very similar to raise where you kind of wish you had like i know that of course some people might sit there and say oh my god it's none of, it's none of your business you don't yeah. you know you know you don't uh, put your nose where you're uh where you don't belong blah 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 but the reality is at the end of Unless the day it's coke i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. but at the end but at the end of the day though like i wish that people would stop trying to campaign for relationships just to be one and done yeah. Um, I think that everybody now realizes that with everything that you have at the palm of your hands, whether it's social media, whether it's whatever, you because know, someone intervened for you and Zach when you guys first broke up, like Brent was really, he really helped facilitate that. And you guys were, came back stronger than ever. Well, yeah, but you also have to take into consideration. Like I also had people intervening in the negative way when I was with Daniel. And that's where I kind of had to learn to let my name drag through the mud because it wasn't that. I was some like punk ass bitch who who had no self respect. It's just the fact that I don't ever want to go to sleep at night not knowing. Uh, sorry, I don't ever want to go to bed at night knowing that I didn't try my best. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah, that just yeah. doesn't sit well with me. So, and you've been in all my conversations. Remember when I left and like I would go show up at his house and stuff, try to sit there and talk things out because, you know, I, I heard this. Um, I forgot where I heard this at. But, you know, they said that the worst thing you can give somebody is distance because, you know, what you ends up, you know, um, you know, what ends up, you know, um, yeah. they end up giving or getting from you is distance. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you're six feet apart and no one comes to, you know, to the other person or comes closer, you're still going to remain six feet apart no matter what. Yeah. So for me, like, again, like, I, but I was in my 20s, though. You know what I'm saying? I was 24. Yeah. I, I was 25 when I met Daniel. So, yeah. you know, I was 25 years old, you know, 25 years old trying to sit there and, and correct an issue that I made as a mistake. And don't get me wrong. The first time he forgave me and the second time when that happened, you know, I I, I should have learned. But I I didn't, you know. And But it's those learning lessons. And, like, I tell people, like, I never... I never want someone to think that for me, because I know that you're very much the same. Like when I love you, I love you. If yeah. I if I don't like you, I don't like you. Um, yeah. But you know, and I remember Ray would always tell me, "Geo, don't do that. Geo, don't do that." Oh my God, why the fuck are you? Like he would almost try to like psych, uh, talk me out of doing it. And there yeah. was just something that would just sit in me saying, no, I have to do this. And it wasn't like I was, you know, I mean, again, people would sit there and say, oh, my God, you know, you were just randomly show up at his house. You know, you're trying to like you're stalking yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the thing about it, though, is, is this isn't somebody who I didn't fucking know. This is somebody I was in love with, somebody I was in a relationship with for God knows how long, you know, and I was trying to correct and fix issues at home. So yeah. I don't ever want to hear no one sit there and say, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Because at the yeah. end of the day, for me, trust and believe yeah. you, you leave somebody alone, they'll forget about you. 
and they'll move on. Yeah. And you know what those the back of their mind they'll, they'll probably think about is why didn't that person just try? Yeah. You know, because you, again, tried, think, you, you were yeah. all about the grand gesture. And I just and I finally learned that here in this mm-hmm. relationship about being completely and utterly vulnerable, like stripping myself of all the fucking ego and pride. Like th- that's the one thing I really appreciate him for teaching me is learning how to strip that down. Whereas you, you've always stripped it down. You were like, I'm a person who fights for love. And I'm the kind of person is when you got me fucked up for love from the very beginning, I'm out. You play, I play harder. Like, it's just what it was. And this time I was really <clears throat> stripping myself of that mentality and starting this new Soft and you were taking boy. a page. You were taking a page from my my yeah. book and stuff, which, to be honest with you, it felt very good to kind of feel like I wasn't crazy because no, that was never the were. thing. And you know, I mean, and I never I'm sorry was. for making you yeah. feel that way because that wasn't okay. Like, well, from and, and, and you, said, you know, love. everybody should. Yeah. Everybody should. And at the same time, you should also be fought back for. It can't be yes. just you fight, fight, yes. fight because yes. this isn't you know street fight. And, and you've shit. learned we're, that. You've learned that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This isn't Street yeah. Fighter and shit. It shouldn't just be a one-on-one person. You know what I'm saying? Like because at the end yeah. of the day, if you win and they, you know, if, if they're not doing anything and you're doing everything, what is it considered? It's considered a one-sided relationship. So yeah. you know, it's, there will be people who will appreciate it, and there will be, be be people who don't appreciate it. But the ones who don't appreciate it aren't the ones for you. And that's my firm belief because obviously, in this case, I've already kind of been through even with Zach several times. Um, but. You know, not to get, not to like make this about me or anything like that. But mm. I remember back in February when we chit chat. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember how it happened, um, or what I did that kind of got the conversation between y'all started and y'all talked, and then, you know, because there was originally a flight that you were supposed to go to. Oh, because it was for Valentine's Day, right? It was before. It was after my birthday. He had broke up with me. I thought it was shortly after my birthday. I thought it was and the then we started talking again. Like gotcha. on the eighth or something, and I started to like, Gio, I can't take this anymore. Like, I need to talk to him. Like, I have to message him. And then he was being like, you know, whatever. You know, I had just bought him tickets to go see Janet Jackson. You know, all that stuff. Oh and, yeah, and for April. I think no for June. Yeah. For June, sorry, I bought it for Valentine's Day. I'd given it to him early. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, because yeah. I remember yeah, him and I chit chatted for a bit and stuff like that. And you know, I will say this and again i'm not trying to step outside my lane and try to sit there and stomp on anyone's fingers or trying to make them feel lesser than or whatever i understand be gentle no 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 no, i I ran my mouth a little bit so (laughs) no 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 no. i mean i'm not yeah i'm not no no trust me like i said i i have no i have no malice against him it's just that i you know one of the things i always hated people telling me is i don't know like when you ask them, like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Like, hey, how do you feel about this? And I don't know. Like, I do believe people do know. It may not necessarily be solidified right then and there, but you yeah. can give yourself a time yes. and a place to sit there and kind of like, you know, understand. Now, I'm not with this new generation that requires a whole lot of fucking time to answer a basic ass question, but we are grown individuals knowing whether or not we want to invest time time when which we do not get back with someone because again the distance is what helps the clarity because trust me when i was with zach and we were 448 miles away i knew that i wanted to be with this man not once did i sit there and say 
my God, you know, I'm going to sit there and just prolong this another three months and see if I change. No, like I, I had to like do it right then and there because I wasn't going to waste his time. I yeah. respected his time the same way that he respected mine. Now, I'm yeah. not saying that this individual didn't respect your time or anything like that, but I will say this as a disclaimer, regardless of anyone else's opinion, I don't, and I'm tired of people saying, well, you should have stood a little bit longer. You know, that person needed you. You know where their mental health was at, yada, 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 all that bullshit. You also need to be held accountable when you are being the individual who's making it that much more harder for someone to love you. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. You, yeah, I know. If that's the case, if you really want someone to sit there and jump off that fucking hill, then you die alone. Because I don't think it's in anyone's best interest to ever drag somebody else down that rabbit hole with you. Fuck out of here. Um, but again, that's not necessarily just a shot to him or anything. That's just more of a disclaimer because I'm always seeing people stick up for the people with the mental health issues. But who's going to sit there and press them and sit there and say, hey, you know what? Hey, girl. Hey, boy. Whatever the hell you want to be called. You know, you have some doing in this shit, too. You got to get right. You know, or leave people the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just yeah. that's what bothers me is that if you willingly know and you're not in the mindset to be with somebody and give them what they want, ultimately leave them the fuck alone. Stop yeah, wasting that's their time. That last conversation, that's what I said. You know, the difference between a fuck boy and a man who's not ready is that a man who's not ready is not going to go there and awaken something that he's unsure of or that he knows that he's just going to ruin. I don't give a fuck how dedicated you are or how much you think, oh, I might be ready. You don't do that, especially if you are always shouting at the top of your fucking lungs how you know who you are through and through. Don't fucking play with me like that. Don't fucking play with anybody like that. That is not okay. Like, it is not okay. Like, you don't do stuff like that to, especially people who give a fuck and who are genuine, like, who are honest and who do nothing but be supportive. Like, you don't do that to people who have the best intentions and who have this heart of gold when it comes to you. And I'm just not like that with just them, like with everybody, all my friends who I call my friends and my family, like, I don't know. Anyways, so he broke up with me because he said he felt like he was shallow um, and I ultimately wasn't what he wanted, like physically and sexually. He has a high sex drive and that's okay. Again, I'm not, you know, just belittling or demeaning anyone of you do what you do. You are who you are whatever and i've and i don't have any i don't fucking trip off anybody's past i have a fucking past um <clears throat> so like okay cool respected him it was a very good exit you know amicable and i left it alone then he reached out no then he was trying to reach out through venmo he sent me a fucking message cool whatever i didn't respond um i could feel that he needed me but i was like i fought it i fought it with everything in me i fought it like i had to because i couldn't but I could feel him because I know we've connected so much that like, I know when like, he's upset and like what's happening, right? Sorry. But anyways, so then after that, shortly, I returned his badge, his, um, his, that the one that he gave me from his army badge that he earned. And, um, you know, I reached out to his friend because I said, you know what, I'm going to send this priority, but just in case, because I'm super paranoid, I've always been that way, you know? 
especially because he earned this. And, you know, I don't want it. You know, a lot of people told me to burn it and send him a video or whatever. I was never going to do that. Like, I'm not that I'm not petty like that no more. But I sent it back to him. But I said, I'm going to put his friend's return address. So I reached out to his friend and asked him for it, like his address, just in case it if it did return, it was at least cir circulating in the El Paso area and he'd be able to get it back, you know. So. And he took that as and even Gio, I won't even lie. Gio's like, you shouldn't have done that. Like he's taking that. He's get, that's going to be a direct hit. Shots fired, Ray. Like if you want to get him to react, that's the perfect way to do it. And not even more than 24 hours, maybe six or seven hours. He reaches out to Gio, goes off. He's on one. And, you know, I'm not going to sit there and blame him. He felt some type of way. Like I gave it to you directly. You should have gave it back to me directly. Like, you know, my address, but I wasn't doing it to make him feel some type of way. Because even after he reached out to Gio, nobody said anything. I didn't respond to him. I let it go. So then I get back on Instagram because I was off for a while. Because I just needed a break. I just needed to, you know, um, decompress. I needed to reset, you know, and went off of social media. And, um, you know, then he reaches out like about a, I don't know how long later. And he's like, hey, thank you for returning this. You know, I really appreciate it. Hope your grandma's okay. You know, um, please take care, um, baby boy, or something like that. Like, goodbye, baby boy. He said, BB, because I call him Boo Bear. He calls me baby boy. Did, right? And um, didn't respond. And it took me a couple of days. Now, this was like a month and a half, almost going on two months since we hadn't spoke. And then something a couple of days later told me, no, Ray, there's something wrong with him. Like, reach out to him. Make sure he's okay. And I did. And that's when it all started again. So that that's was that was this leg. And we were good. We started working on things. We did fight. You know, I went down there eventually to try and fight and show and prove to him, you know, that I really wanted this, that, you know, we could be good, you know, all this stuff. And we said we would take it slow. And we did. Um, now we're going to get to yesterday night. <clears throat> I just saw him oh, these last couple days. Um, and, um, over the weekend, sorry. And, um, <clears throat> we, uh, I came back and I remember, you know, I felt so weird and, you know, we, I told him, listen, I need my partner to love me and touch me and do all these things. And cause he had been making excuses for a while now, like why he wasn't like fully touching me, like how he did before, like all the things that he was doing. And, you know, and he had seen my, everything about me, full, front, back, all that, bro. And he's like, listen, like, I don't think that, like, there's a sexual connection anymore. I don't feel the sexual attraction. And, you know, pretty much the same thing that he told me last time. Like, you know, like, I'm just not what he needs, ultimately needs. He said he tried and he tried, even though we broke up about this. Second time. I mean, third time. This is the third time now. And, you know, it just really, I sat there and I was so upset. And I told him, I was like, you lied to me. You lied to me. And I remember every time I would go see him, I would always, at some point we would fight and I would end up trying to leave. Like, I'm going back home. I don't give a fuck. I'm leaving. Bye, bye, bye. And I remember he threw that in my face. Like, this is why I don't, sometimes I don't want you here because your flight always kicks in. And I ask you, where is your flight? But the reason why my flight wasn't kicking in, because I had already felt that like he wasn't like, I don't know, like he just wasn't touching me like how he used to. 
So that's why it was happening. Like I could feel it. I could feel the, the, the disconnection, the, um, like the distance between us. And, um, you know, and he would always say, why are you doing that? Like, you know, this and this and that, like, and I would always feel like, oh, it's me, it's me. But ultimately it was because of how he was making me feel or what he wasn't showing me anymore, you know? And that's why my flight would always kick in. And we would always, at some point during the trip, I would end up like threatening to leave. And I realized that the other day when we were arguing and I was like, this is why, this is fucking why my flight would kick in, bro. Because of you, because of how you were making me not feel how you weren't appreciating me, how you weren't loving me, how you used to tell me how beautiful I was and how much you loved me. And you knew back then because it's been months, you broke up with me and then you come back and tell me, oh, I was dedicated to trying, to finding ways to love you and new ways to like you. Like what? No. Again, guys, I'm not trying to make anybody to be out the bad guy. I'm just giving facts here. Like it's a shitty thing that he did. A shitty fucking thing. Won't even take full ownership. I think his apology was like, before he hung up when we spoke the other night, last night, I was like, because I went off. Like, I was like, I wasn't going off the way I should. I think the most off I went, I didn't throw anything in his face. I didn't throw anything like that. Like, nothing whatsoever. I think pretty much the strongest thing that I threw in his face was like, oh, like, I was there for you. Stayed up all those nights. Blase, blase. Like, I actually showed who I, how much I loved you and the dedication. And that's the dedication right there. Seeing you, flying out to you taking care of you, all those things, like all those things. I'm not going to be specific, but like, how dare you say that there, I was trying to find ways to like you and love you, bro. You know, you, if, if that's his truth, you know, if you knew you weren't, you should have just let it go the second time around, not the third time, but the second time you knew. And then to say, Oh, I forced us back together, bro. I couldn't even force you to pay for my fucking haircut all the time. I mean, maybe once or twice. I couldn't even fucking do that. Like, I can't force you to do a motherfucking thing. Like, how dare you sit there and say that to me? Like, with your entire body, like, los cojones, like, for me, is like, bro, like, what? Like, you really said that to me. Like, like I'm a pick me bitch. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person who begs him. Like, I let that motherfucker tell me twice that he doesn't physically want. That's it. Like, that's it. Like, never fucking again. And I told him, the tears going forward are mourning you. To mourn you, because you are dead to me. You knew the second time around. And he had the nerves. I was dedicated. I was trying to do this, trying to find ways. It just wasn't working. You knew, my guy. You knew the whole motherfucking time. And I won't sit here and say, it's my fault too, because I was living in a fucking delusion. I knew it. I could feel it. That's why my flight kicked in. I, and I trust to, me. And kind of just to add a little bit of a best friend context without giving too much unless he wants to. That's on him. I mean you, not not him. Um, there was a lot of other questionable shit that he did that he tried to manipulate Ray into thinking was harmless. And you know, again, not my place, but it's not there's a lot more to it to this story. So even if this individual does take the time to listen to this, well, I give a fuck if he does or doesn't. Um, your mental health should not be an excuse on why you chose to be a shitty person. And it's not necessarily even like 
that you can sit there and use that as an excuse because we're all grown ass men. You know, there was, I mean, shit, I had, I had conversations with Ray while he was over there cleaning this man's fucking oh, house. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, let's not decide. That's Edgar. fine. They're kind of, uh, let's not. Hold on. No, no, I'm just, I was just going to say yeah. that. I, was, I wasn't going to say anything else. But yeah. what I'm saying is that, like, you is strike that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I, now, if, would you call it me? Um, what is her name? Um, Manuela, you think I'm just uh, just be cleaning? <laughs> no, just no, 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 but I'm not, but I'm not Consuela. saying like, what was for family yeah, guy, yeah. Consuela? No, no, yeah. no, Mr. Mr. No, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Peter, <laughs> no, Mr. Peter, no, Mr. Griffin. But what I'm here. saying is, but what I'm saying is, it's not like it, it's not like because I used to do I used to do the same thing for Zach when I would go to his house. It's our love language, we want to be able to give you like this safe haven when you come from the mental aches of work and just kind of like when you take a shower you get to sleep on clean bedding i'm not saying that somehow like this individual was telling right he needs to do all this no he chose to do it out of the kindness of his heart which you know with the other exes and stuff from my understanding he didn't do all that so that's Mm -hmm. where like you know like i'm just you have to take this into consideration that like whether he chooses to wants to acknowledge that he made a mistake not even a mistake that he was Part, he was a participant in this unfortunate thing that he could have prevented. There is no if ands about about it. He could have let Ray know prior to him getting on a plane to stay five or six days. Hey, you know what? As much as you know, well, let's have. I need to have a FaceTime call because I don't want you to go through this. Get that flight credit. You know what I'm saying? Or something to be respectful of his time. He wasn't. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like. And and I'm, I'm not gonna... trying to sit here again, villainize or crucify anybody. I'm just telling my side of the story and the facts of it all. Well, I'm again, just saying also Gio's just being the supportive yeah. best friend, things that I've told him. This is from his optics. You know, he's allowed his opinion because I am his best friend of almost 15 years. We've had our ups mm-hmm. and downs. We've talked shit. We've gone through breakups ourselves. Everything. I mean, friend breakups. Like mm-hmm. we've done the worst of worse for each other. But and... my thing isn't even like trying to, again, I'm not, again, like, he did nothing to me, but it's yeah. just that I know that kind of person with that trait all too well. And that's the part, that's the that's the thing that I'm condemning is the trait, not the person. Yeah. Because there are too many times where people who are just walking and living life are being targeted by individuals like them who are just trying to sit there and get their fix and leave. And, you know, it's oh, almost like they, they're just... They're just trying to get, get, get without giving. And that's, you know, like I this, you know, this generation now and stuff with their fucking obsession of accountability. That's the type of individual with that kind of trait that needs to be held accountable. Like those are the people that are menaces to society, whether people want to choose to accept it or not. Those people need to be taken off the fucking streets because you can't go out there just wielding your emotions at somebody like a knife or a knife like a sword and shield and just unleashing that kind of shit on them because you know imagine could you imagine if you could take someone to court for how they may emotionally made you feel like if they sat there and like devastated you to the extent i mean i know you could probably sue them for like you know for but i'm just saying but could you imagine like taking someone to court and like holding them responsible and putting that shit on the record so if somebody really wanted to date them they had a date like a, a date history or like a uh like a what does it call it like a, a like a, almost like, not a criminal rec a criminal record but like an emotional record you, know what oh, I'm you mean like a carfax history yeah carfax. 
Because you know, like that's like, that's the thing. Yeah, because again, even in the straight world, when you have this, you know, these men out warning, there this just, person comes with emotional trauma exactly. and will physically abuse you and bust. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, or you know, like again, like this part. <laughs> no, that again, like this is the unfortunate part of having to build trust. And it's kind of like the three little pig stories and shit. You know what I'm saying? Or no, no, it's the three yeah. little pigs. I'm sorry. Ooh, skirt. Um, the little red riding hood story. You know what I'm saying? Like where you are having to sit there and go into this person's house, believing them to be that individual they have told you via text message and walking out and believing that they're still that person, even though they're showing you different traits. Trust me. I understand that you can paint a pretty picture. And when you get closer, you start to realize that, that ink or that paint or whatever you want to call on that canvas is dripping on the floor, almost smudging itself. I get it. Trust me. I've been there myself, but you, I'm really tired of people who want to sit there and say, I'm uh passive aggressive for showing and standing up for themselves. That part has always been, you know, the new kids like to use this fucking word weird. Like if they really know how to really use it, that shit's weird to me because it's almost like you're, you know, God, another popular little, you know, BuzzFeed word is like, you're almost gaslighting someone to believe that it's them when in reality, it's fucking you. I would respect somebody who just would say, Hey, you know what, Ray, again, a hypothetical situation here. Hey, Ray, I really like you. And I know you like me, but you know what? I'm going to emotionally smear you into the mud. And I don't want to do that because I am known exactly. to do that. You know, exactly. just imagine if someone just had the balls or oh, the ovaries or whatever the fuck you want to call yeah, it. Or tell me, you know what, Ray, at any point I could ruin this or Ray, mm -hmm. like, I'm not ready. I, I really don't want to like, bro, like I know it takes like, a lot safe. and it's like a other layer of selfish, yeah. of unselfishness to be like, you know what? I have to walk away from this because I'm just going to ruin you. And yeah, that's like, all I wanted the first two times. That's well, just it. imagine someone having the common courtesy to tell you, hey, you know what? When that full moon strikes tonight, I'm going to devour this shit out of you. But you know what? I'm going to give you ample time to run away and not be my next victim. Yeah. That takes so much respect. But you yes. know what's crazy, though? And this is the reason why, I, again, completely side different topic, but kind of adds to the story. It's the same reason why I don't respect promiscuous people who don't get um, STD screenings on a regular because they always expect somebody else to be the, the the bearer of bad news for them. And I don't like that shit. But everybody wants to be like, oh my God, don't slut shame me. You know, but no, bitch, I'm going to slut shame you because you're out here moving reckless. You are out here driving, not even drunk. You're out here driving blindfolded. Yeah. And that's the part I that can is see like... That. I see what you mean by that. Yeah, because again, it's like, you know, the worst thing that someone can give you is, is an excuse. But the best thing that somebody can give you is just like a, a, a valid critique. You know, I've been there myself, you know, especially with the whole polyamorous thing, you know. How many times have I tried to sit there and, and date somebody else or give them my all or whatever, even before Zach too, you know? Yeah. And I've gotten the pink slip, you know? And you know what's crazy, though, is I have always been me. So I also understand how difficult it is for you to be you and try to incorporate something that's a little bit different and yeah. kind of get that, like, first season's... Uh, um pain because it's something that's uncharted for you but trust me like that's why it, i guess for me it doesn't phase me because i'd rather tell someone because again even when daniel and i broke up and stuff and i tried to date remember how i'm how often i told you you know how many guys wanted to date me after that i didn't i didn't have sex for like six months and yeah. i remember the guys that were trying to date me short after like i would go on the date entertain them and i, I thought i was ready but i knew within a matter of like 15 didn't 20 you minutes, cry or like panic the first time you did uh I think you uh said? 
Something well, like that. You don't remember you telling me a story? Oh, that was what I was. Uh, no, that was. No, I I had it, but th- we we had sex, and then I remember after I immediately regretted it, and then what, like un- what's crazy is like immediately after that, like Daniel ended up texting me and calling me, and then I ended up go picking him up and all that other good stuff, and you know yeah. whatever. But um, was gonna say uh, no, but like even I understand, like, I had to develop this this um, this um, this trait of putting other people before me when it came to my emotional needs, because yeah. again, like we've all. You know, so we don't like to be alone. So, of course, we want to sit there and have somebody kind of, you know, be there to kind of like, um, yeah. you know, to watch movies, to listen, to rant. Even if you're not even like attracted to them, you just don't want to be alone. But, yeah. you know, I at 26, yeah, 26, um, I remember there was this one guy I went on a date with and stuff. And he had been like, you know, pursuing me. And I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't think that we're matching. He's like, well, just give me one date, blah, blah, blah. And I respected it because, you know, not a lot of people yeah. are going to ask more than once. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So we went on a date. And afterwards, I knew exactly, you know, like we kind of fooled around afterwards. And then I realized that I was going back to the same type of, you know, roots that I was familiar with. And I, and I just, I had to tell him, I was like, hey, you know what? <sighs> I don't want you to be another notch on my belt. Because I know for th- for you, this is going to mean more than it is going to mean for me. Yeah. And I remember he was like, I think he was a little bit upset and probably kind of offended. Maybe not offended, but like, you know, kind of like saddened that it took place. But you know what's crazy? Respect. respect. I remember a year later, I got a text from him. It might not have been exactly a year. But he actually sends me, he's like, hey, because I don't know if you have my number saved, but I wanted to reach out to you and thank you so much for the night. Because, because of you. When you sent me home, two days later, I met the man that I'm about to marry. Aww. And I remember thinking, holy shit. And you in your 20s. And you mm-hmm. knew. Look at you. But, you, but you, have, you know, again, it took me cheating on my partner, not once, but twice. But, you know, that wasn't the only time that I had done that. I had done that two other times. And only one, actually, well, the guy got married and the other one ended up getting, like, you know, engaged shortly after. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they would, they thanked me for saying, hey, you know what? I know that that wasn't probably the most comfortable thing to tell me, especially in my moment when I thought you were a piece of shit because of blah, 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 blah. But yeah. I respect the fact that you did that because not a lot of people would do that. And that's yeah. where you have to sit there and kind of be the one thing that you don't see. And it takes a lot of balls to do that. But everybody yeah. wants to sit there and just kind of go ghost and expect you to sit there and like, all right, you got it. You, you, I got to worry about Okay, cool, cool. You know, and then close yeah, the yeah. door behind you. And then everything's like, you, you got to pick up everything that's shattered on the floor. That's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it just would be easier. You just knew right away. You know, and again, like, I don't want to sit here and villainize anybody. But I'm saying, like, the first two months we didn't exchange picks, nothing like that. It was all just conversation and emotional bonding then when he had officially saw me he had saw me more than a few times he had ample amount of times to walk away and feel like you know what i know we already bonded and everything but like you know he tells me he's the king of like transaction you know he's able to turn it off and turn it off turn it on and turn it off so i was like okay cool like if he really didn't want this he wouldn't be here like i get it and then it happened the first time he broke up then the second time officially and i was like no i'm not going to keep doing this i'm sorry like I'm putting space between us and I'm moving on and I'm blocking you on everything. And that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did. And yeah, I mean, I've talked about that. So like Mm -hmm. now here we're here present day and it was just how he made me feel like inadequate, like physically. I know that's not his intentions 
And I know that he's not trying to be the bad guy, but I'm sorry. You're a shitty person for what you did and how you made me feel because you had so many opportunities to walk away. I was done in April. I was done. He was blocked. He was moved out of my life. I didn't block him on Instagram because I didn't even know I was unblocked because I couldn't even go to his page and look at him. So when he reached out to me, I was like, oh, I thought this whole time he had blocked me the last time. When I, you know, when after I had deactivated, I thought it was blocked. I didn't know that I was unblocked. So when he reached out to me, you know, I had sent you the screenshot. Like, that's when he said about my grandma and thank you for sending back the patch. Even though he was so fucking upset because he thought I was like trying to start drama and, get, and like bait him for drama. Like I wasn't like there was no reason for me to do that. Like I knew it was over. I knew you didn't want me. I know you didn't sexually crave me. Like I get that. But like it's the mental torture like that just doesn't sit right with me where it was like I wouldn't have done that to anybody. Like, not even him. Like, nobody, bro. I don't do that. Like, either it works or it doesn't. Like, I'm no in-between. You know right away when it's going to work. You know after the first couple of times, maybe after the first month or two. I don't care how it feels. If I'm not attracted to you, I'm not. And he did say that. Like, it's not the physical attraction. It's a sexual connection. So, he, like I said, he has a um, high sex drive versus, I mean, I do too. I mean, not high like the way he is. But, or it, to most people, you know, but I could, you know, and, you know, I was opening up and, you know, it's my fault too, that I wasn't like ready for anal. Like I should have probably done the work. I will take that responsibility among other things. I'm not a perfect person, not a perfect creature. I'm not bro. Like in any way, shape, form or fashion, I've had my flaws too. And I had a huge stake in this, but what I didn't do is walk around and gaslight him, made him feel like. He was crazy for feeling the way that he did. He made me feel that way. Like, it was just me. Oh, Ray, you need to do this. You need to do that. Shower, you know, prep, do this. Like, you know, like that night, like the other night when I was like performing on him, like, I just felt like his whore. Like, that's how I felt. And I remember him telling me like, you complain that I don't touch you. And now that I'm letting you suck my dick, like. I didn't even know who he was anymore, Gio. Like. Like, I, 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 and I know, like, this, like, the way I feel about myself at the moment, like, it's me and I have to work on that. Like, I had no business entertaining someone like that who made me feel that way. Like, he was. There was every sign there and I should have walked away or stayed away the last time mm -hmm. and not given that third chance, second chance, whatever, and just stayed away because <clears throat> nothing came of it. Like, like, but again, I, like I told you, no one can sit there and take this moment that you know that you attempted way more than the average individual. That's why I keep telling him. I keep telling Ray. You did way more than this generation would ever entertain. Not only that, but again, like I said, there, I don't know, line them up, line them up, you know, and, and show me your past instances where these individuals have stepped up to the plate, not once, not twice, but three times yeah. with an individual who like, you know, again, I, I salute this individual for the obstacles he overcame. Again, I'm not, 
shitting on him as a person. I am yeah. shitting on the characteristic trait that he has failed to kind of own up to. Because again, we all have to have the mirror, you know, brought up to our face for us to see the reflection. Like as much as we don't want to see the imperfections and see the the whatever, you know, that you're scared to look at in the mirror, it's there. You know, everybody can do some type of remodeling so to speak and it's not that big of an it's not that big of an egg it's, it's sorry it's a big enough deal with the maximum with like a very little effort you know and the thing is is that like he knew what this felt like because his ex mm. put him through that like he's like i would never sit there right and and make you feel like you aren't wanted physically or sexually right i would never do that like i would never do you like how my ex did me and made me but he did exactly that well, it's kind of like the old saying goes that hurt people hurt people, you know, and that's the unfortunate thing that kind of has, you know, that exists, especially in the gay world and stuff is just like, there has to be, I mean, again, it's, it sounds really, really good in theory, but yeah. the thing about it though, is that you can't police someone to hold accountability for their actions because people would just laugh yeah. at you they'd be like oh my god you're an adult you should know when to be able to walk away but again no, it's like it's true though i you do know, agree with that no but, i stayed yeah. longer than i should have like i entertained longer than i should have like i should have just but you my know what though no matter and kept kept yeah, it moving but, but imagine the only person that would have believed you at that moment would have been if you right now were to travel back as like the flash you know, and to forewarn the individual, the array, and say, hey, don't do this, because trust God, me. God, Perry Allen, where are you at right now, bro? Right? I need you. No, but I'm just saying, like it, like I said, even in the moments where I did what I did with Daniel, like, nobody could stop me. Nobody yeah. could have. Because, again, it's like you have this internal gut feeling that you're just like, what? You know, there's a possibility, and you have to see it through, even if it doesn't, excuse me, go in your favor. Trust me. It feels yeah. very good to get that rekindling moment going. To kind of talk as if nothing had ever stopped. But like I, you know, like I told you, can nobody ever sit there and take you and take you um, and, and put you in a box like the mother bitches? You know what I'm saying? Like no one can sit there and say, "Oh my God, Ray's just a regular dick." No, he wasn't. Like as much as you want to sit there and, and say that you weren't this and you weren't that, he did this and he sure did that. But it's, it, it shouldn't have to be a tip or tap thing. That's the thing about it as an adult yeah. is we should be able to sit there and say, hey, you know what? I fucked up. My bad. You know? And yeah. you know what's crazy, though, is that the people who do admit that it's their fault, they'll sit there and kind of like walk away like a like a, like a a beat animal with their tail in between their legs. Like if somehow we're supposed to feel so free for them, you know? <laughs> like it's 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 just it's so weird and i've seen that moment where it's like oh my god i'm sorry i'm gonna stop bothering you now and i'm like what the fuck you know like it's all it takes is hey you know what i fucked up my apologies if i'm here if you ever want to talk if you don't hey i wish you well but i just wanted you to know because it doesn't sit well when i go to sleep at night that's all no and you know he did say that with our last conversation but i was so upset and so mad and so mad and so irate where i was just going off and telling him like you're a fucking liar. Like, you're a gaslighter. You're a manipulator. Like, you used me. You fucking used me, bro. You used me. That's that's it. After everything, well, yeah. the Snapchat mm -hmm. messages, messaging an associate of mine who at one point was supposed to be a friend. We figured that out. I get it. But I just felt like there was a reason why all everything happened. And then I didn't even tell you, like, whatever. 
there was a phone <laughs> number that he that he got when we were out, right? And oh. it happened when I was going to the fountain and he was like, it was for other reasons, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't think that this guy was his type in any way, shape, form or fashion. I felt like this guy was trying to, but he's like, no Ray, it's for this, like trying to convince me other fucking wise. And well, that's I told when you. it was just like, I told you there no. are just, again, as somebody no. who's done sneaky dicky shit, you know, on the side and who's tried to sit there and say, Oh no, you ain't got to worry about them. It's the ones you got to worry about the ones that are being quoted as you don't have to worry about them. Like I, I, I don't care when no one says that's the reason why. As a former cheater, yeah. I know, I know the signs. Like if you want to sit there and say, "Oh my God, I would never," no, you would. There is not. I think that the percentage in everybody who would ever cheat on somebody or do something like very sneaky dicky, yeah, main, it's never going to be a zero. I don't care what no one says. There is a possibility, depending on if someone irritates you or upsets you that day, where you want to get back at them, that the percentage yeah. might be at a one. You know what I'm saying? And again, yeah. it may never it may never further advance itself to something else like 98 or whatever, but the possibility still lurks there. Because again, like we get to have these emotions and these moments as humans. Trust me. Um yeah. with, with Zach, I've had the exact same fucking thoughts with him. You know, but you know what is funny? I had to learn to just LIG. I had to learn to let it go because I was not going to sit there and convince myself that he was doing something unless I, you know what I'm saying? I can go to this man's phone right now even though he's not home right now, uh, and look at this. I have access to everything that man has, you know? Like, and if he ever thought that he could be sneaky, uh, trust me. But why? We don't have to do all that. And you know what's funny is it doesn't bother me. Like, if I found him on, like, these like weird sex apps, I wouldn't care because that doesn't bother me. But what doesn't bother me doesn't necessarily bother you. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we've discussed it, and he said mm -hmm. he could be both. He was able to be both. But you know what? Maybe, I don't know, like... He discovered something else or, you know, we did have discussions about that, but it wasn't like I wasn't going to do that. Like, and, you know, I think what really prompted him to not to like, because, you know, he's like, oh, I just didn't want to hurt you anymore. That's the funny part to me, too. When he said that, he's like, I didn't want to hurt you anymore. Right. That's why I'm telling you this. He never even initiated the conversation for us to have it. I did. Mm -hmm. I did. So what you were just going to continue this fucking charade? Like, bro, come on now. Like, all signs point to you being a fucking liar. Like, a fucking liar for a fact. Like, and if not you, a liar, a manipulator. Both, and another, even that. Yeah. Or just plain lazy, you know? I mean, like, I don't know how much more to sit there and say. There has, there has to be something that someone gets branded when they have allowed something to progress longer than it should have. Because again, you, I, you know, like you know, keep it a beam and stuff. I remember when you, you know, after what was it um, the second breakup and stuff? I forgot when. When did you do a me? When did you do that that me thing? Was it the first time or the second time? It was the second time, right? The me thing. What are you talking about? Just think of me, like the thing, something I would do. When I me like I popped off or what? Like, no, no, no. Room, room. With the car. <laughs> what did you Wait, do? I was so fucking long. <laughs> Look, I'm about, I'm about to text you so that way because I don't want to sit there. You know. Uh, <laughs> I literally do not know when you did something in the car. Like I'm literally thinking, like, what are you? You're about to say, oh, I just text you. 
Oh no, you can definitely say that. Yeah. I oh, drove okay, down cool. There. That was yeah, at you... the beginning of um that was April, right? Or whatever the hell that was. Right? No, 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 was no, no, no. Because no, we was stopped it... talking from April to like June-ish. No, yeah, almost it was to June. June. Yeah, because yeah. I got yeah. back in June. And uh, no, it was during, I want to say, wasn't it? Because I got back on the 9th. Uh, I got it back was the before 9th. the Janet Jackson concert. And he oh, was just yeah, basically was saying, week, like, I don't know if weekend. I want this. But first he was telling me that he did want this and all mm-hmm. this stuff and blah, blah, blah. So I went down there to t- kind of make a declaration, like saying, hey, I'm here fighting for it. Whatever it needs to do, we can take. Like, we weren't together yet. We weren't together because I told him I was only going to do this till August. And then that was it. Like, I was giving myself a deadline. And mm-hmm. then before that, we had kind of made it official. And we kept it, you know, then, yeah, it was like sometime in July. So it was like, cool. Like, you know, like, you know, it was like all these things. But it's fine. Like, it, it's it's fine, Gio. Like, it's just the thing is, is he had ample amount of time to be like, Ray, I really love you. I'm really interested in you. But it's not going anywhere because I'm a highly sex-driven person. And this mm-hmm. is what I need. Like, you claim to say you know yourself so much and then did that. Like, you don't, bro. You obviously don't. You have some growing to do, which everybody does. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you toyed with me. You gaslighted me. You manipulated me. And you lied to me. And on top of everything else, when I bared my soul to you, not even having sex anymore, I bared my entire fucking soul the first man to fully see me naked after my fucking operation. And you knew, you saw it. And if you had such an issue with my, because when he last said, oh, fuck you and your little dick or whatever the fuck he said last time, like, bro, cool, cool. And after that, I didn't say, I was like, yo, I know exactly who this guy is. I'm good. He got mad because I was like indirectly calling him a fuck boy. And that's, he's like, I don't want a name call. Okay, cool. Because there's so many different things I could say. I'm not though, because I, I don't need to get petty like that. I was just simply going off of what you did, the facts of it all, mm-hmm. like the facts of it all. We both played a part in this, but I didn't lie, manipulate, gaslight you to only say, hey, you know, all that time that you've been feeling this, all the, all the reasons why you were always in flight mode, why you were feeling so fucking insecure, I'm fine. It's finally going to come to a blow. And that's exactly what it was. Like, what the f- absolute fuck, bro? Like, but you know, and I again what? take your take the hat take uh to to take my almost hat off a to year, you. To pull almost out. a yeah. year, almost a year wasted, bro. Almost a year. You know, you may have these little moments and stuff like that where you may be considered difficult or hard to no, talk I to. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, you. <laughs> yeah, everybody has their faults. Trust me, like I. But you did a lot to try to make that man's life comfortable and you know the thing is it's like oh he, mm-hmm. he sat there and said oh you know what like well ray like i love you and i was dedicated this and that Jill, we weren't even living in the same fucking town right yeah so to say you know what we were seeing each other all the time you didn't have this space to realize it you knew you knew bro you fucking knew but you used the situation to your advantage you used me and i'm not going to specify what that means but mm-hmm. you used me you fucking played with me. Congratulations, though. Congratulations. <clears throat> you won. You got it, bro. You fucking got it. And even now, like, I'm not going to go on this smear campaign. I'm only talking about the issue at hand. Like, mm. I, there's a lot I could say. As probably he could, too. He probably could say more about my friends and family than anything. But it's neither here or there. Because that's another thing, too. I, I'm the type of person where I don't really divulge information. But when I do, it's to my inner group specifically my significant other and that's something that i'm going to work on that's my toxic trait 
That's mm-hmm. my toxic trait. And I did. And I did. And I said a lot that I shouldn't have. And it is what it is. So whatever. Yeah. But um, this is an FYI. You're, if you are out there ever referring to someone else's business about someone you were seeing or with romantically as a reason why you and them didn't work out, that sounds really fucking stupid because most people who actually have an adult mind will sit there and say, what does that have to do with y'all? Yeah, exactly. Because of the, so. yeah. yeah, you know, but you know, I, the, again, I'm not dragging. Mm-hmm. I, the only thing I'm really dragging and addressing is what the shitty thing that you did. I'm not calling you a bad person. I'm saying mm-hmm. it's a shitty thing you did. Cause now, you know, it's up to me now. Like I have to build myself up and do all these things, but you made me feel inadequate sexually. You did the one thing that you promised mm-hmm. me that you wouldn't do. And I let you do it the second time and I walked away from you and you came back for more and blamed it on other circumstances and made me feel like, hey, you know what, Ray, that wasn't true. He told me that on my nephew's eyes. He told me that you could have stayed away. You could have stayed away. Oh, yeah. Especially when he was trying all forms of communications to get a hold of you after the fact. You see what I'm saying? So this person deliberately went on a roadmap to get in touch with you to be able to sit there and obviously whatever the fuck it was you know and like i said you know i don't i don't think anyone with the right human brain could sit there and tell you that somehow you were you didn't try you didn't put yeah. the most you didn't put the best effort you could because you did again yeah, did. Really also did. also just and to some as, level in some degree he did too at one point because this is not who he always was guys like i mm-hmm. want to make this very clear again i am not trying to crucify or villainize him. I'm simply stating the facts here that I sat yeah, there yeah. and I did everything. I, I wasn't perfect. Trust me. I had my flaws. There was a lot of things that I needed to work on and I get it. But you know, the one thing he never had to question was my loyalty, my honesty, my integrity. Well, I even, only... I, but he did catch me lying one time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Was that, was, that. <laughs> that was lying to get him back. Which is still lying. I mean, no, again, it's but, still lying, but that's, like a, that's said, how much to the lengths mm-hmm. that I was going where I was like, you know what? I'm going to lie and say that I saw that Zach saw this and that's what motivated yeah. Gio when that wasn't the case. I had went through a Finsta and saw it and got mm-hmm. my feelings hurt. And that's when I fucking addressed it. And like, I did, I, I will own that shit. There's nothing you can use against me anymore. There's nothing, absolutely nothing. I'm being very fucking honest here and transparent. And I'm not dragging anybody. I'm just simply saying what you did was a very shitty thing. You made me feel like I wasn't enough. And I just want to say this, like to all the traditional gay men out there, anybody who's suffering from this, because I know whether big dick, little dick, big ass, nice ass, you know, no ass, anything, no ass, you know, like nice chest, bird chest, flabby arms, muscular arms, whatever. Like, don't allow as much as it's hard, easier said than done. Don't let how you feel about yourself be defined by someone else. Don't. I'm currently going through that. And it's okay. Because eventually, and even if I don't find that person who fully accepts me for me, this new Ray, that's okay. Because I'm going to learn to love myself all over again on this journey. And I'm going to be okay. Like, there's not, I never had a doubt in that. I just wanted the honest truth and and to be stuck to, like, stick to it. Stand on mm-hmm. your feet. Stand on your fucking word like how I did. Like, that's it. That's ultimately all I wanted. Like, it wasn't intended for me to 
I, I would never have the intentions, bad intentions for anybody, any of my partners, bro. Like none. Like it always seems like, and again, I am a difficult person. I know that. But with this relationship, I was trying my fucking hardest. I did things that I would have never done because I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn to be vulnerable. I'm going to learn to be soft. I'm going to learn to be open. I'm going to learn to put my heart on the line, fight for love, which I don't do. Like, I don't do it. I don't. And, you know, I learned. I learned. Like, it's just do it for people that deserve it and that are reciprocating. I know. I now know. I now fucking know. It's my fault, too. The biggest disappointment is in myself. I know you said this, you try, blah, blah, blah. But that's the thing. Like, as a 35-year-old man, that's my biggest appointment, disappointment. And I have things I need to work on and see through and, you know, just, yeah. But I just wanted to really bring awareness to that. Like, you aren't what your dick size is. You aren't what, how nice your ass is or your teeth or... Anything, any of those physicality things that you, you think. I, I'm a big representative of that. Like, you aren't those things. Don't let that take ownership of you. Because it's better to be beautiful inside than it is than anything else. Like, that's it. Have a beautiful heart, a beautiful <clears throat> soul. Try to stand on it and be, a, and, and be the best person you can be. We can't always be a good person, but try to be the best person you can be the best version of yourself. Like, you know, don't, don't define yourself with what other people think or make you feel like, like I'm going to work on it. God, I already know that there's going to be many nights where I'm just going to, it's going to fuck me up. And it's going to like, mm -hmm. that's with my mind where it's like, you know, like, damn, like, I was really rejected for this, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm not what he needed and I'm ultimately not what he wants and that's okay. I just wish it would have been realized and stood on the first time around and not the third mm. round. That's it. That's it, bro. That's all. That's it. That's all. Like Leah, I want everyone to know that like and like I told Ray all the time, love yourself. I don't tell him that. Uh First, no, love yourself first. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's like I don't tell him that. Um I tell him that it's realistic to understand that the hurt, whatever emotions you're going through, it's not going to be resolved today, tomorrow. Yeah. It's still going to suck. Trust me. It, it's it, I've been there myself. Um, you just have to kind of stay away from the things that are going to trigger that emotion to go back yeah. five steps backwards. Because that was one of the things, that even for me, like seeing photos of somebody that I shouldn't be seeing photos would phase the shit out of me. I used to call it phasing. Um, it would phase the shit out of me. Uh, so, you know, it, it takes time. And what's crazy is sometimes it takes two, three, maybe even four times the amount of time you spent with that person to get over them. It took me two years to get after, to get over my ex. And to a degree, it possibly even took me even another additional two years. Yeah. Probably to kind of like windle that down. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely it, everybody's different, and that's okay. You just have to remind yourself on the bad days that hey, you know what? Today's yeah. a bad day. Today's a bad day. Yeah. You know what? Try to try to spark little joys in your in your in your life. You can try to make yourself laugh. It might not last long, but hey, those little moments are little victories. Oh, got a long run ahead of me, but I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna bounce back. It's gonna be fine. 
it's gonna be fine. Like, I'm just glad it's not gonna be fine today, and it's not gonna be fine tomorrow, and it might not be fine next week or next month. But by by this time next year, you'll be fine. Uh, It it sucks, right? (laughs) Yeah, like you know, because we're about to get in fall, but you know, Mm. um, um, but yeah, like I also, um, I kind of want to end something a little on a little light note or a little funny moment. Mm-hmm. Um, to the dumb, stupid bitch who went inside Target to do a flash mob and then called the employee a racist for calling the cops because their guidelines state that you can't actually have flash mobs inside their store, you fucking dumb doo-doo head. <laughs> like, <laughs> stupid you, no, she was just so fucking stupid. And I don't know what goth era she thinks she's in and stuff, but bitch, you could never, the 2000s, okay? You little fucking monster high knockoff. Oh no no no! But you know what though? If if anybody can, uh, when we decide to do the new season, whenever that is, um, I only laugh because I mean, shit, we're about to be in September, and God knows where we you know we'll be at by then. Um, The question that I'm going to leave people with is something that I text Ray. And I may not necessarily actually. You know what, Ray? I'll let you ask it, and then we can end it. Because well, I actually don't remember the question, like per word, the word that you said, perfect. Remember? What are oh perfect? Uh, remember when you was just like, yes, I like that. You know, when I said, is it society's job or yours? Oh yeah. Um... It'll kind of be like a little brain teaser to kind of like, you know, keep people who may want to answer this question. And, you know, and if you do, send it to him or send it to me or send it to the inbox or the Kiss Me Fat Boy. Just, oh, I, hard I, question. Is it your uh-huh. responsibility or society's responsibility to cater to your level of attraction? Yeah, that's a real good one. Slide in our DMs and let us know. Again, exactly. I'll repeat it. Is it your responsibility or society's responsibility to cater to your level of attraction? Wow. You kind of foreshadowed. <laughs> right? Um, oh, my God. But Thursday. I will sit there. And, <laughs> I was going to sit there and say, but I will say this, at least just before I even get like, you know, I'll give my answer right now. And then the next season, I'll give you a rebuttal. Yes, it is your job. Facts. I'm just going to say the closing quote is learn them before you love them. Mm. And like Donald Glover said in uh, This Is Christmas or whatever that movie was with Chris Brown, um, he said, son, if you're not going to love them, then don't hurt them. Don't help hurt them. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Don't help hurt them. There you go. Yeah. Facts. All right, fatties. That's it. Season finale. Episode 11. Season 2. We'll see you guys. <laughs> In the fall. What are you doing, <laughs> I just want to do the echo. It's because it's been a long time. You're so stupid. All right. You we're do out. The echo. It's fun. We're All out. Right. Peace, Adios. Love, and cinema. All right.